From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankles, joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. God needs, uh, God knows we need an injection of intelligence in this show, so it's a good thing our big brain is scheduled to join us right now. Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer and knower of all things, Steve Pollard's inner time now for us, Steve's. Steve Pollitt Sr. is a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, a business maven, an accomplished youth coach, and a worldly family man. Every week he bestows his expansive wisdom upon us. It's time again for Ask Steve's, presented by PNC Bank. See how they can make a difference for you at PNC.com. You've got mail. Steve, how often do you think of the cosmos and think of the presence of other intelligent life in our universe? Do you like the thought of uh, maybe, just maybe, there being life outside of the human race and what is on this planet? No, I never think about it because, I mean, I think you know me, I am a super practical uh, type of person. I don't watch Stranger Things. My wife and one of my kids watches it. I hide in the other room. I'm uh, <laughs> not in alien stuff. Uh, I don't want to know if there really are aliens. And um, the entire topic, sci-fi, weirds me out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to know about this stuff. Uh, I don't want it showing up in my house. I would get nightmares, any scary previews. During like, if there's like an NFL game on and there's a scary preview, I have to cl- cover my eyes, turn around, or leave the room. So obviously, aliens are not a, a comfortable space for me. Uh, have you seen? Have you gotten over those fears enough to take a glance at the uh, the alien corpses that were unveiled to the Mexican government yesterday? Yeah, I did see those. I don't think they're aliens. Um, <laughs> what I are think they? Uh, groundhogs? Uh, yeah, <laughs> they're. They're not aliens, okay? And, I'm, and I, that's what I'm telling myself, and that's what I'm staying with. <laughs> okay. Have okay. you seen E.T., Steve? Yeah, have you, are you an E.T. fan? I did see E.T., and I thought it was a great... I did, I did think E.T. was a great movie, but I look at E.T. more as like a pet, like a dog. Um, ah, yes. Elliot had a great bond. I don't want to know, like, the entire alien component of it. A- that, E.T. was the only, actually, alien that I think I'd be into. He was, like, was, like, great. He was, like, cute. He was nice. He eats Reese's uh, Pieces. Who? Do, what's not yeah. to love about him? Yeah. yeah um, exactly. So, uh, with ET and and little known fact, guys, uh, you'll uh, you'll be thrilled to hear that uh, ET first movie I ever cried at as a uh, a young boy because when he turns gray when he's dying that is very very sad. Spoiler alert. Uh, and that's the first movie I ever uh, I ever cried at. And then the Green Mile uh, was the next movie I cried at. You should have never told. Wow. Me that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, going down uh, the movies that you've cried at. That's yeah. 
That is a great show topic. Ken, please ask Steve the question, though. All right, Steve, I suppose that... So, we spent way too much time on this in the opening segment, and this includes taking calls on it. Um, I made the comment that E.T. was uh, was thick. Like, uh, had some stuff going on in the um, the, the hip region. Uh, thick. Uh, I don't know if you recall the movie. Uh, is E.T. thick? Because we got confirmation from my wife and several callers, one of which who called him a mini fridge with legs. Is E.T. thick? I look at E.T. as actually thin, like the long neck when I think of E.T. Yeah. I think E.T. is like, yeah, you know, a long, a long neck. E.T. was a little, um, I would almost call uh, schlubby. <laughs> uh, <to use> <laughs> uh, so oh, like, like uh, the, the, had the thin neck and like you know, it was like the skin and bones frame uh-huh. Uh-huh. and you know very not tight abs, right? Schlubby, um, like I, the I, Joker, but cute, yeah, but cute. But cute. I, I want the record to show, by the way, Steve is a very successful man um, in business and has many things to do on a daily basis. And we have subjected him here at 1.15 Eastern time on a busy Thursday to talking about the physical structure of E.T. Uh, Steve Politziner with us here. It is Ask Steve's on ESPN 106.3, brought to you, as always, of course, by Dumpy Sports Grill. The biggest alien in sports. I say it's Tyree Kill. Only five. 10. He's almost 30. He's still running 4-3, 4-4, 40s. He is built like a running back and wants contact like a running back. 213 receiving it in week one of the NFL season. He is an absolute alien. Uh, Jeanette said that Daniel Jones and his, well, corpse after that game on Sunday night uh, kind of looked <laughs> like the Mexican alien corpses uh, that we saw yesterday. Who is to you the biggest alien in sports right now? Yeah, that hurt, by the way, as a Giants fan. You're right. Jeanette is is right on. Uh, Wemby. I think Wemby. Wemby, like, he's long, he's tall, he can dribble. Um, LeBron said he's an alien, which I think LeBron was – I actually think LeBron meant to say a unicorn, but he used the word alien. (laughs) Yes. So I think alien is sort of a synonym for unicorn, maybe less complimentary. And, um, yeah, I think Victor Wembenyana has got to be an alien. And then I was hearing – you all know, talking about this. I I still put it as like the all time alien is has got to be Dennis Rodman. Like what world was he yeah. on, and even just how different he was comfortable being in a, in in the NBA and makeup and and earrings and like you know just not very common sort of behavior for an NBA player. The way he carried himself, he's an alien. There are very few people in in uh, like public American history, especially sports history, and this is saying something, more comfortable with who they were and how and, and cared so little about how people thought about them than Dennis Rodman. Maybe not Pistons iteration, but post-Pistons, Dennis Rodman, maybe more so than anybody I can remember, just did not give a damn about it at all. Yep. Yep, he was comfortable with it. And then if you really want to go way back, this person, and I, I don't, I'm not trying to disparage, just sort of looked like what Sam aliens himself. look like. Do you remember Willie McGee? Willie McGee, oh, from the Cardinals, a great hitter from the yes. 80s. Yes. Yeah, he just, he just kind of looked like an alien. Um, um, what people say aliens look like. Now, I don't believe in aliens. 
so this well, is all moot. That's hilarious. But, uh, oh my gosh, she looks so. I'm yeah. googling him right now. Yes. I mean, one, you're right, and he's a name that didn't come up. You know, a name that came up multiple times, though, Steve, just based off physical appearance, was Sam Cassell. Oh yeah, that's a great one. Sam Cassell and Willie McGee actually very similar. I put them in that category, and then the Dennis Rodman alien category. I put Ron Artest, Meta World Peace, whatever yeah. his name is. Yeah, and yeah, that's no. like another category. Yeah. So I, there's like look. I think it looks like an alien and acts like they must be uh-huh. an alien. Well, get this. So Jeanette also said that the biggest alien in the NBA is actually Jokic because he's built like E.T., yet he just puts up numbers. And I thought that was perfect. Like Schlubby, like you said, about E.T., which is a perfect word to describe Jokic, who is a full-size refrigerator or a kegerator with legs, and he's a champion. Yeah, E.T. Yeah, e. Schlubby, Jokic is like laboring. He's always like Jokic. You feel like is one step away from something on his body collapsing. You just don't know what. It might be a hip. Uh-huh. It might be a knee. Uh-huh. It might be a back. It right. might be a hamstring. That's what he just a body he, part. He lulls you into believing that. Yeah, yeah, a body part detaching and uh, just wriggling on the uh, the floor. Steve Pollitziner, Ask Steve's Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, with us here every single week on ESPN 106.3. Uh, how impressed are you, Steve, with the fact that Stone Labanowitz, young Stone Labanowitz, suffered a flat tire and didn't call AAA, didn't call roadside assistance today. Instead, he pulled over on I-95. He changed. the the tire himself and he got to the studio in time to not only do the show but to get production duties done before the show how good is that from him i'm super impressed yeah super impressed like who knows even even people that are whose parents are handy i don't even know if their parents passed down the changing the tire because you know these days it's just yeah you have the um you know yeah everyone's the triple a or some of the number, the emergency number, that's really impressive. Now, wait, was that a full-size tire or was that a spare that you can go like, you know, 40 miles an hour for, you know, 50 miles and get you to where you need to be? Oh, it was a donut that got put on. I don't have a spare yeah. rocking in my Honda. All right. So, it, but still. The donuts are with the, the small ones that you can yeah. only go 40 miles yeah. per hour. But, yeah. but here's what, even if you could change the tire, which I would not be capable of doing, but even if you could change the tire. How did you have the um, the tools to be able to do that? They come did with they it. Come Steve, in the car, Steve. Steve, Steve, Steve. You're, you're, so you're so Steve yourself. Steve has has not changed a tire. It's abundantly <laughs> clear. Uh, it comes with a jack. It comes with the uh, iron cross. Anytime you buy an automobile, it's right there with the donut in the back of the trunk. They don't even show you that anymore when you buy the car. Or my car salesperson knows that I would never use it because yes. on my last three <laughs> to four purchases, it has not been identified. Where the donut is if you need it. Yeah, the the ladder is the part that is the reality there, Steve. I bought my yeah, car I, two months ago, and they showed me where the donut and the spare and everything was. Could you change it, Jeanette, if you had to, with the jack and all that? Yeah, absolutely, and I used to change my car's oil, too. Oh, that's cool. You all should do, obviously it should be sponsored, you all should do a, a tire-changing um, contest. Ooh. Like, I think it could be, no, when you think about it, we have all the, we have the international food, you know, we have the food eating and uh-huh. every other, every contest. I've yet to see some sort of mechanic. Like a pit know, crew. Vehicle. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so I was going to ask you, I would Steve. love to see Ken versus Stone versus Jeanette. Ooh. I think that's pretty good. The fastest. 
I think that is really fire good. me I don't, up. I don't know if we have other gearheads. Maybe throw uh, Theo in there. I don't know. There's no, no shot. There's no shot. Said, Theo can change that. That said, I would find it equally as entertaining to watch Steve attempt to change a tire. Uh, that would be, be right. good. I, I, yeah, I would. Um, I would Google it. <laughs> uh, that, that's uh-huh. not going to get it done. You got to get some good old-fashioned elbow grease. And because is, uh, you can't do it, your reward is a pumpkin spice latte. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, there cool. you go. The punishment. Yeah. Steve, I'd, rather learn, I'd rather learn how to make a, Steve, uh, how to change a tire. Steve, <laughs> can I have the green light to taking to social media with the fact that you can't change a tire? Or, or no, you don't want that out there. Even though we're on, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say, he just made it public. I, I just say that I haven't. I mean, I'd first like to try it before we, like, before we... Before we memorialize that I can't, okay, <laughs> okay, deal, what, deal. What is though? You as a uh, a a business leader, uh, a corporate titan, a father, uh, other than changing a tire, what is something you think everybody should know how to do? Because we were discussing this after I I expressed my pride in Stone for changing the tire, and Jeanette revealed to us that she can not only change her tire, she can also change her own oil. Uh, writing a check, I think that's a lost art. We all can do it. I haven't done it in a very long time, but I, I can do it. I know that Christian Cat, our teammate, he uh, revealed to us last week, I think Jeanette was in the room with me, that he doesn't know how to send a letter. He doesn't mm-hmm. know where you put the uh, return address doesn't know where you put the stamp anything he has problems with that I was stunned uh, Jeanette was very disappointed and scolded him what is something you think still in 2023 everybody should know how to do um, how about changing the sheets Steve changing your sheets I feel like a lot of people don't do it or don't know how to do it, oh or wait God. for their parents to do it, or their friends. Okay, to do well that that it, is different. Wait, like that. Wait. Waiting for your parents to do it, and you not. And by the way, Jeanette, I am also talking about the thing under, like you know, in case uh, you have to go to the bathroom. Like I mean, the, the whole pad. thing slip that that mattress pad, yeah. flipping that on, yeah. that entire thing. All right, um, all right. If that doesn't go uh, uh, for you, um, what? how about being able to clean the filters in a pool? We all in Florida. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay, that's, I've never, that's, that's uh, good. That's, uh, I've never okay. lived in a house with a pool. Oh, all right. but I that think in Florida that's, that's that valid. One of my chores as a kid had to uh, had to clean the filters and had to um, backwash the pool and ah. fill it with chlorine and do the pH balance. If you live in a home in Florida or anywhere where there's summer, I think that starting at age seven or eight, you need to know how to mow a lawn. You need to know how to work a lawnmower. You need to know how to do that. No? Okay, good. I was never big on the lawnmower. Oh, man, that's um, silence. I, this has and, just gone weird. <laughs> um, all right, now you said write a check. How about, like, I guess balancing a checkbook would be well yes. beyond writing a check. Yeah, now... You mean, like, budgets? Yeah, but balancing a How checkbook... About like, How about cook? How about cook? Yeah, yeah, that's where Stone and I fall off a bit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. About, okay. my, my Microwaving's not cooking, morning. So. With supervision, but my 10-year-old son this morning, before school, 7 in the morning, said, I'm going to make eggs. Wow. I said, and, and, and I know he knows how, and I said, all right, I'll watch. Scrambled the or? The whole thing. Scrambled the eggs. Okay. Turned on the, uh, the stove with my supervision, put the, you know, the, um, got the pan, put the, put the Pam in the pan. Yeah. Um, beat got the it. eggs, scrambled the eggs, put the eggs on his plate, like, can you, you guys can't do that? 
Uh, of course yeah, we of can. Course. You, of course. I made brown maple salmon over salmon. What? risotto what? last risotto. week, Steve. Yeah. That doesn't mean you can make scrambled eggs. Yeah, I just yeah. made some this morning. Scrambled eggs, by the way, commonly overcooked. You need to leave them a little bit Luffy. runny. Yeah. Were there yeah. any yeah, like toppings All right, inside how about of it? This? How about change the air filters? Then, then, that, now that, that's a good one. That's, that's a good one. I can, one. Yes. I, can that, I don't. That one I feel like it's sort of the changing the tire, yeah. maybe a little easier, but yeah. something that, yeah. That's a good call. I can, but I don't. Uh, my wife already took a shot at me earlier about how I also don't unload or load the dishwasher as well. So uh, now we're uh, we're just that's checking just all lazy. the boxes. That's not like some <laughs> skill you have to learn. Yeah, no, I'm I'm not gonna lie. It is lazy. I mean, I'm not I, I I'm not here to uh, pull the I mean, wool. That's like fold laundry. Are we in fold laundry category? Oh, I hate now? folding laundry. Ooh, that's the worst. Yeah, it is the worst. Uh, Stone, you said Jess does that, right? The folding part, yes, I can do the loads. Okay. I can wash yeah. and dry, yeah. but the folding, man, that that's when it gets tough. That's balance. That's interesting to me. I don't like doing anything with. The, the moving them from the dryer to the washer and the, the cold the yeah. darks and the colors but I'm a happy to fold oh I don't I don't even, we don't even sort the colors like I learned in college you wash it all cold it's not gonna bleed into one another <laughs> so I just wash everything cold no unless... it's just that everything you have is now like magenta in it. <laughs> right that, right that it's all got it yeah it's all got white, a, maybe yeah. it was purple yeah. kind of pink it's got a particular tint to it uh, uh one thing everybody should know Steve is definitely how to get to the nearest Duffy's. Yeah, make Duffy's your football headquarters all season long. Two for one drinks all day, every day, while enjoying Duffy's award winning jumbo wings that now feature three new sauces garlic parmesan, golden barbecue, and Caribbean jerk. I think the three of you should decide which of the sauces are, are, are your sauces that you're claiming. Um, I'm probably going there, I'm probably going garlic parm. All right. Well, sometimes Jeanette's a Caribbean jerk, so uh, I'll I'll give her that sauce. Uh, All right. And then, uh, and then I guess um, that leaves Stone as the uh, golden barbecue. He'll take it. Uh, Fire me up. He looks like a golden golden barbecue that could throw and change a tire. Anyway, can I get back to my read? Mm -hmm. Over eighty TVs at every location. No better place to spend your weekend at Duffy's. Our game is always on. Steve, well done. We've learned a lot today about one another, and I feel like we're even closer. The bond is even tighter. We'll talk to you uh, next week. Uh, I'm getting texts that say I can teach you how to change your tires. Nice. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. I guess uh, you do have listeners. Hey, there, there's confirmation. It's a banner day <laughs> in Ken Levick Alive history. Steve, thank you so much, uh, sir. We'll talk to you next week. Let you get back to aliens. Uh, thank you. Uh, Stone, would you like to give away four tickets, lower tickets, or try to if the trivia is not too hard for the Canes and Bethune-Cookman tonight? Yeah, the people out there want the tickets, okay. so how about you don't ask uh, a super hard, like, 11th grade right. question. 2001 championship game, but it's not about the game. It's about the game before about the other team. <laughs> what are you doing, Ken? I promise and, and, I'll and, tone and it the, down. The thing was, Ken's followers came to bat for him yesterday when he took to Twitter talking about, hey, Stone said this question was too hard. You know, they're dropping laughy faces in the replies yeah. and whatnot. They all took his side. I'm like, come yeah. on, you I, I asked the team that blew out Nebraska before Nebraska played Miami in the BCS National Title Game in 2001. Common knowledge, it was Colorado. Common knowledge, and my followers, as Stone said, uh, agreed with me, but Stone said, it's too hard. Which is it's so unfair. hypocritical because hard. when we typically quiz Stone on Fridays, you write the stupidest, easiest questions with a bunch of hits inside of it. None of that was carried. For, it, you are not doing the people a service, Ken. 
You and your ego get over yourself and give the people what they want, which is these tickets. You're already going. Let somebody else get the prize. An easier question. I promise out of the bottom of me, Corazon, it'll be an easier question. Right now, call in. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, that's 888-760-3776, I have four, count them four, quattro, four tickets, lower bowl to see the undefeated Miami Hurricanes, ranked number 22 in the nation, taking on Bethune-Cookman tonight in that great, great marching band, I have four tickets, lower bowl to give away, but you need to answer what I promise is easier Hurricanes trivia. Fill up the phone so we can break, and then we'll put your brain to the test. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Giving away four tickets, Lower Bowl, Miami. Bethune-Cookman for tonight. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You've got to pump it up. Don't you know? Pump it up. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Have Jane Orvell. Jane Orvell, do we have that? Of course we do. Like I uh, told you, we do. Awesome. I just told wanted you to make just sure. So I, just wanted, I just wanted to make sure, and there's nothing more professional than checking when once we're back on the air. Yeah, uh, right, right. For the third time. Uh, how many people... Right now, currently, do we have to win Kane's tickets tonight? Carrie from West Palm Beach. All right. Hey, we, we, we still have open phone lines. I promised you an easier question. Four tickets, lower bowl, Miami. Bethune-Cookman tonight. You just have to answer a trivia question that Stone is punishing me into making easier than yesterday. 888-760-3776. Carrie in West Palm. Carrie, are you ready for an easier trivia question? Born ready, my man. All right. In what municipality is the University of Miami located? Coral Gables. Okay. Good. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. All right, Stone, get, get, get Carrie's information. I thought at first, Jeanette, that that was going to go terribly wrong. I thought he was going to say Miami Gardens. Uh-huh. The uh, Miami. I thought that the uh, I thought that, that that silence meant that we were about to have one of the more embarrassing moments on a show full of embarrassments uh, <laughs> here today. All right. So Weird, thank God. Uh, thank th- thank you, Lord. Something went something went right this show. Something went right. Oh, let me real quick before I forget tell you about Prize Picks. Prize Picks. It is my favorite daily fantasy and you can go ahead and play with me here's what you should do is download the free prize picks app sign up use the promo code klv those are the capital letters in my name that's right the v is capitalized ken lavica klv use the promo code and they are doubling your deposit up to one hundred dollars or you can do prizepicks.com slash klv use promo code klv but that seems a bit redundant the free app is the easiest way to go and you will have your eyes open up to a daily fantasy paradise including the start of week two of the nfl season right now i am looking at some pick four options perhaps i will take jalen hurts more than 252 and a half passing yards tonight perhaps i will take justin jefferson 
more than one touchdown pass or rush or receiving tonight. Maybe, just maybe, field goals made. Jake Elliott, Eagles, over uh, more than one and a half tonight. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that. The pick three, put in $20 to win 100 or I'll put in an additional tile in there. Do the pick four, $20 for $200 one. They want you to win at Prize Picks. They make it easy for you at Prize Picks. It's so easy to follow. It's so fun. It's laid out perfectly. I love the app. So easy to use, and it's perfect for someone like me who has adult ADD and can't focus on a season-long fantasy football league because by week seven, someone with a torn uh, a, a, a hernia and a, a torn groin is going to be in my starting lineup, and he's done for the year because I just didn't pay attention. I'm losing money. I'm wasting time. Prize picks, that's the way to go. Prize picks, download the app, use the promo code KLV, and get your deposit doubled up to $100. Do it now. Have fun. Play with me. KLV, use that promo code with prize picks. Uh, Before we have Tom Herman, FAU head football coach, uh, I wanted to play this from another head football coach, uh, Jay Norvell, Colorado State head coach. This week, Stone, it's Colorado State and Colorado in Boulder, correct? College game day is there. College game day is there in Boulder. Jay Norvell, no relation to Mike at Florida State. Jay Norvell, he had this to say on his coach's show last night about Deion Sanders. Deion is propensity to wear hats and sunglasses in press conferences. This is Jay Norvell with the worst decision of his coaching life. And I sat down with ESPN today, and I don't care if they hear it in Boulder. I told them I took my hat off and I took my glasses off, and I said, when I talk to grown-ups, I take my hat and my glasses off. That's what my mother taught me. Oh, my God. Why? Like, what's the point of that? Uh, Why would he do that? I, I was just going to say, I, I've never even heard that before. <sighs> no, he's just going after Dion. But he's also, just going after Dion. You, uh, you just signed your, uh, your death note there, Bucko. You sound like a fool in what yeah. you do, and you sound double. You, the stupidest thing of all, you're really going after Dion like and that. And they're 23-point they're, they're underdogs already, so <laughs> expect this one to get pretty yeah. ugly. Yeah, it's, it's a death wish. Let's just hear that one more time. Uh, Jay Norvell taking a shot at Dion Sanders, his style, his sunglasses, his hat. Jay Norvell says, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, you know, you, you have respect. You take those things off. And I sat down with you pinning today and I don't care if they hear it in Boulder I told them I took my hat off and I took my glasses off and I said when I talk to grown-ups I take my hat and my glasses off that's what my mother taught <sighs> there's no point now what he's doing there he's playing to the the crowd of seven old people who came out to see his coaches show and so uh, he's just looking for cheap applause in that spot in front of the friendly crowd. Uh, the problem is you play for seven old people at your coach's show or you're playing to future recruits who say, wait, what a dork. I don't want to play for this guy. Dion, come recruit me. Like that, this is going to make the rounds and Dion's going to make it a thing and now Jay Norvell looks like an idiot and he has hurt himself vastly in recruiting. That was so, so Dumb watch of the, him. Watch the line move from 23 to 43. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. Up 20 points in, in six minutes. By the way, I did a little Google image of Jay Norvell. Uh, I found five, kind of five photos of him doing a press conference where he has a hat on. This guy, man. Sometimes college coaches, I just don't understand where their heads are at. One man whose head is always on straight. One man who is a great opportunity ahead of him on Saturday when FAU goes to take on Clemson is Tom Herman. And the FAU head football coach joins us next. Pushing our propaganda when we come back. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. On Saturday night, Florida Atlantic goes into the ACC to take on Clemson for the second time in program history. And the head man of FAU is Haggerty family head coach Tom Herman. It's time to push some all's propaganda here on this Thursday, as always, on ESPN 106.3. Coach, as always, thank you for giving us a couple of minutes. And so you've been coaching for an awful long time. And uh, we, we started the show today uh, in, in uh, honor of the... Uh, the the two corpses, the alien corpses, that's the claim that were unveiled yesterday uh, in a Mexican government meeting, a hearing on UFOs. Mm. I was thinking about, huh, aliens, who's the biggest alien in sports? I said Tyree Kill. Uh, he's a freak of nature, but you, players you've coached, who would you say is the biggest alien, the biggest freak that you've coached in your time? Oh, well, there's a few. I, I would say Ed Oliver um, mm-hmm. is probably up there for for a big guy, you know, six foot one, six two, two hundred and ninety pounds, and just I mean, I've seen him, you know, quote run the hoop, and it's he can run around a a big hula hoop basically with his shoulder touching on the ground. I mean, he 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 can get that low while he's running. I've never seen anything like it. Um, and then maybe Jaquan Burton here, you know, I, I've never seen a guy that's got a 46 inch vertical and 11.5 broad jump runs a 4.4 you know i mean he he's a freak show too I want to, you mentioned Jaquan Burton, a couple of things off of him, but Jaquan Burton, uh, Stone Labanowicz, who you talk to every Thursday when you call in, he was Jaquan Burton's quarterback at Southern Illinois before Jaquan came uh, to, to Florida Atlantic Stone. You've what said the same thing. What a small world. About, yeah, wow. yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and so Stone with Jaquan Burton, I mean, you saw that athleticism up close. And, and it wasn't just the athleticism; it's the the stubbornness and just the determination to be great. He's just never going to take no for an answer. And I think that you guys are going to taste of that right now. And and that showed, Coach, uh, with Jaquan, who first play from scrimmage against Ohio on Saturday took a huge hit. He got his front and back helmet to helmet, and he got knocked out. He goes to the ground. You said after the game, looked like he had some teeth knocked out. There was blood there. They brought out the cart, the whole thing, and he ended up walking off the field. Uh, I see you out there. You're with the training staff. The training staff is surrounding him, treating him. You as the coach in that moment, what are you trying to do for that player? Because, unfortunately, you've been in that situation a couple of times where you're out there to comfort an injured player. What are you saying to a player who's in a situation like that? Well, I, I, I just wanted to hear my voice, let him know I'm there, let him know, you know, that because it's a, not only are you in a ton of pain, but, you know, when you're concussed, you're, you're kind of out of it, you know, and, and uh, you're also kind of don't really know what the heck is going on, yeah. you know, and, and uh, I, I just, you know, when I go out there, I just try to let them know that we're here. We're here to help everybody that's touching you right now. If you got your eyes closed, they're all trainers, they're all doctors, everything's okay, everything's going to be fine. Please listen to what they're telling you to do and, and do it. Don't do anything else, you know, just. Let them know that we're there. Be a calming voice for them, and um, you know, hope everything's okay too. 
Uh, and Jaquan, Jaquan is, is tough. He's been in protocol. He's been handled by the very, very, very competent folks at Florida Atlantic, and we're hoping that uh, we can see him sooner rather than later. Haggerty family head coach Tom Herman, Florida Atlantic at Clemson. It's going to be an 8 o'clock kickoff on Saturday, 7.30 pregame. I'll be on the call, as always, on the FAU Sports Media Network. When you have a football team that you think highly of like you do, and especially the offensive side struggled like it did against Ohio, Ohio in a 17 to 10 loss uh, last Saturday. How do you you make sure that things don't linger? You as the head of the program, how do you ensure that the reset button is hit and these guys do indeed have the short memories that everybody always likes to talk about? Well, I, you know, I can't play the game for them, yeah. <laughs> so that that would uh, let me let me preface everything by that. Um, and, and so I I think it's important you know, when things like that happen, to remind them um, that, you know, losing a game, the, the, the only way it becomes a failure is if you don't learn from it. And I know that sounds like coach talk, but, man, do we have a lot to learn. And I thought we learned it over nine months of training the way that we train and, and the preaching and teaching and drilling the, the things that, that we do in the way that we do it. And uh, we, we got hit in the mouth, and, and we went right back to some really, really bad bad, bad old habits. And I told the team on Sunday, guys, uh, you know, if that was not the final lesson that you needed, I'm, I'm out of tricks. I'm out of lessons. I'm out of teaching. That was a master class. Let's, let's also remind everyone how good Ohio is. That was a team that played for their conference championship last year uh, in a comparable conference to the American conference. They, they won 10 games. They've got everybody coming back, including the the uh, conference player of the year coming back. So, you know, that, that's a really good football team that I think if you dumped them in the American would, would certainly compete for the, for the championship this season. Um, and so we've got to understand, you know, as badly as we played, especially offensively, you know, we're, we're within uh, one play of tying that thing up and going to overtime. And so, um, you know, look out when we play our best. And the last thing I'll, I'll tell you that I told them is, you know, even cows, you know, cows are, are not nearly as intelligent as humans. And the way you keep cows in a pasture is with an electric fence. And cows eventually learn, hey, I touch that fence, sure. bad things happen. And we as humans need to, need to learn, I do five and seven things, five and seven things, five and seven things, results are going to happen, you know? And yep. so that's, if Saturday wasn't the, the ultimate lesson of that, then, you know, I'm, I'm at a bit of a loss. We'll, we'll get it figured out. You know, I've done this two times, once at Houston where guys bought in right away and, and we had a magical first year and uh, did it uh, at another place where it took a while, but, you know, we, we eked out a bowl game and the next year we won 10 games and, and a, a New Year's Six bowl game against the top five opponents. So, We'll get it figured out. I, I just want to get it figured out quick enough to, to make an impact on, on all these seniors, uh, you know, lives. Coach, I've been doing this for a long time, as you know, and I have uh, at, at FAU made a living off of going into these games, asking the head coach at the time, how do you keep your players from getting overwhelmed going into an environment like Clemson? But 
off of that, is that maybe less of a concern more than it's ever been in 2023 when you have at the group of five level uh, uh, so many players through the transfer portal that are playing for you that have been in the, 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 that environment regularly, have been on that sideline, experienced those crowds. Is that less of a concern than it's ever been at the group of five level? Uh, yes and no, because those, those same players usually, if they're if they're coming to FAU from a Power Five school, uh, chances are if they were even on that sideline, they were they were spending a whole lot of time on that sideline. Sure, sure. Um, so it's 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 one thing to to be in that environment. Sure, I I, I fully agree with that. That that there there is um, an element to that, but there, there's another between playing 70 snaps or, or whatever in, in that environment. And I think one thing, too, you, you say more than ever because of transfers, you, you look at our starting quarterback. I mean, this is a kid that's thrown five touchdowns in the Red River rivalry yeah. against Oklahoma. That's pretty pretty big stage. Uh-huh. You know, he, he's thrown four touchdowns and a half against the uh, top, you know, 25 Colorado team in the Alamo Bowl. So th- this is a guy that's, you know, he, he's played on stages like this and having that, you know, behind center for you, I, I think, has a very calming effect on on our guys as well. And we're going to have fun, Ken. I mean, this is fun. This is why you play. This is no offense to the the teams in our league, but but this can't not, this can't get replicated. So you better enjoy it. And uh, hopefully, we have a really good taste coming out of our mouth or in our mouth uh, coming coming on the other side of it. Tom Herman, Casey Thompson, the quarterback the coach was mentioning, and the Owls go up to Clemson Saturday night, 8 o'clock kickoff, and it'll be 7.30. I'll have the call on the FAU Sports Media Network. Coach, really appreciate your time, as always, every single Thursday. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the flight, okay? All right, Ken. Thanks, man. That is Haggerty Family Head Coach Tom Herman. That'll do it for us. That's Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.